This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And Jimbo Fisher, man, that buyout is just, whoo, baby, 70-some million bucks to go away and not come back. Please. Uh, but this could, in effect, get that coaching carousel started. We saw a coordinator firing at Penn State. Um, there's some openings starting to come up. And with that comes, well, our, our job is guessing who's going to go where. Uh, offshore odds for the next A&M coach, Mike Elko, Duke head coach, plus 350. Dan Lanning, Oregon, uh, back to the, the SEC, 6-1. to one. Uh, Kalen DeBoer at Washington, six to one. Lance Leopold, nine to one. You get down to Lane Kiffin and Mike Norville at twelve to one. John, uh, do any of those names make sense to you as the next A and M coach? And if not, where do you cast an eye toward if you're the Aggies? Damn near all of them, man. Like I, when I saw the candidates that you know, whether it's Pete Thamel, whoever put out there, it was like. Like, this candidate list is like the wet dream of 99.9% of college football fan bases. Like, this is the coaching candidate list that every program thinks they're going to have, and then they wind up having, like, us, you know? Right. Like they got to go hire, like, a co-offensive coordinator from, you know, somewhere. And he might end up being good, but you guys get what I'm saying. Everybody always yeah. wants a high-profile name, and rarely is that ever what they end up with. Um, I think Texas A&M would be really wise and smart to hire Mike Norvell. And I think Mike Norvell would be really smart to go. Uh, because I would ask him, is it ever going to get better than this year at Florida State for you, man? Right. No, Yeah. it's not. I mean, realistically, right? Clemson has kind of figured it out at the back half. I mean, they, they shot themselves in the foot early in the season, so they're really not in the discussion. But, you know, clearly they are adjusting, and they're going to be back in the mix. I, just, I, I believe they're going to make some changes to get back in the mix. And Dion happened to fall off, right, relative to how hot he started. Uh, but he's going to get hot again. He's going to keep getting players at Colorado. He might even get a different job. And are those whispers for him at Florida State ever going to stop? Buddy, if you ever have a 7-5 and five season, if you ever have an 8-4 and four season, your ass is grass there. Why not go right. back to Texas, which is where you're from? You have connections there. Get a brand-new fat contract and get a new lease on life. I think it makes all the sense in the world. And I think he's energetic enough. I think he's smart enough. And I think he would absolutely uh, embody that job in many ways. He'd win. He'd compete. He'd get after in the SEC. I think it's a perfect match. That's where I would look if I was a and Yeah, and to your point, he, he, gets, he gets to the SEC, and he doesn't have to sit around and wait for some kind of conference realignment nonsense uh, that everybody keeps talking about where Florida State and Clemson may go SEC, when in reality it may never happen. Uh, choppy... I look at the two Pac-12 guys, soon to be Big Ten guys, and wonder what would be in it for them. They're getting the essentially the bump, the upgrade from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten next year, landing in Oregon, DeBoer in Washington. Would it make sense to jump ship to go to 
an SEC program, yes, but a program that feels like it's stalled out for the better part of a decade now. So the reason to go to A&M versus Oregon is you never have to get on an airplane to get all the recruits you need. Like that's the that's the draw at AM. I, I gotta be honest, if I was a power five coach, and I don't mean I don't mean Lightbold and I don't mean Elko because they're they're in the power five, but they're not. Like Kansas and Duke's not the power five, right? Right. I'm not going to AM. I'm not taking that job. That is that is like a that's like Michigan State. It's a very unique, very difficult job. They're they in in six weeks, they lose their greatest selling point to recruits, which is you could play in your home state in the SEC, and we are the only avenue that allows you to do that. In six weeks, when this season's over, and we've got signing right. day or whatever, Texas is Texas again. And every five-star player in this state that wants to stay at home uh, or stay within three hours of home and also play in the SEC, no longer has one option. They've got three because they got Oklahoma, which if you live in the DFW area, Dallas-Fort Worth, you're closer to Norman than you are to Austin. Um, right. You're closer to Norman than you are to College Station. So, like, all that's opened up. If I'm Norvell, I'll be like, look, Dion, come here, man. Like, you know, wow, cool, Dion. You went from last place in the Pac-12 to last place in the Pac-12. That's what they're going to wind up being. Um, so, like, it's not like – and if he loses his job, Mike Norvell is going to get a, a number of other jobs somewhere else. Um, the guy is Jeff Trailer. That's the guy to go to. He's a Texas guy. He's, at UTC, he's the UT San Antonio coach. He's done nothing but win. He won in high school. He had, like, three or four state championships in high school. He, he has won at UT San Antonio, and he has won with other guys' players, which I think is a huge boost for a coach. And I think he is perfect for that job. He's got a he's got a kind of a Texas feel to him. The way he spoke um, about the university this week, you could tell that he would like absolutely love having that job. The job would mean a lot more to him than it might mean to Dan Lanning. Um, I, I love the Elko idea because Elko's been down there. Uh, so yeah. I, if I'm Norvell, if I'm if I'm um, if I'm Lanning, I'm like I don't need I don't need to deal with that. I don't need to deal with that culture down there. It's it's they they expect they expect to be Alabama. They're mm. closer to Mississippi State than they are mm. to Alabama. Mm. Right? They just need to recognize that and they don't. Clip that up and let our and let RJ put it out to his uh, Texas followers. Okay, if you don't tweet this clip, I'm gonna be real disappointed. I'm gonna say, you know what, RJ don't want the smoke. He don't want the smoke if he don't put this on his social media. I want to see like I, I want to see billboards on I-35 that just have <laughs> RJ's face and that quote That's next right. to it so that every, everybody up and down the interstate in that half of Texas can see it. That's a great call. I like Elko too. Um I would take a big a big fat walleted swing at Dan Lanning, but I wouldn't expect him Again, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me if I'm Dan Lanning. I'm going to the Big Ten anyway. You're right. You make a good point. You don't have to jump on as many planes. Uh, there's not as much travel. But eh, I'm at Oregon, and I'm going to the Big Ten, and I got a chance uh, to to do some things as one of the two you know big power conferences going forward. But I like El- Elko as well. 